MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good to have you on board here. Follow the money on a Friday. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill. Paulie's been out all week as we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Sportsbook Resort and Casino is your spot. So uh, I talked about this, I think it was Wednesday, where I've used PropSwap many times in the past yeah. to buy and sell tickets. You uh, were the first person I ever heard about it from. That you ever heard it from? Yeah, about I think you're the first person I ever heard talking about it. Okay. Yeah, it goes back years. Now they've been around for a while, but I think it's a a good service. You can, like you can find tickets available sometimes that have better rides than you're going to find at any sports book in the world. Sure. And it's definitely worth, you know, do you want to call it an out? Call it whatever you want. Uh it's definitely worth it to use in my opinion, right? And there is a ticket right now. They they Put this on Instagram last night. Somebody put down 50 bucks on a cross-sport parlay. Uh, let's see here. Three tickets are already in. Three winners on the, on the parlay already. Tampa Bay to win the Stanley Cup, plus 850. Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl, plus 850. The Bucks to win the NBA title, plus $5, all in. This ticket, again, placed for 50 bucks, pays $135,000. The remaining... Uh, Open leg on the parlay is the White Sox to win the American League. They had them there at uh, four to one, and right now they have a yes/no up at Circa on the White Sox to win the American League. 
The no is minus 385. And PropSwap put this out on Instagram, and they said this ticket could get $34,000 right now. Would you let it ride, or would you sell it? I mean, I'm selling it right away. I, I feel like, listen, when you put this in, obviously you, you're not expecting it to hit, mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, I think you're putting this in like, hey, this would be amazing if something like this happened. You don't have much, much expectations. Mm-hmm. But I think when you get this far... Maybe I'm just conservative by nature. I don't feel like I am. I feel like I'm kind of a gambler, but mm-hmm. I, I don't love the White Sox. I think they have a, a shot, of course. Um, I just feel like when you hit three like this, you have to, you have to cash in. You have to find a way to take advantage of it. I just, I just feel like you, if you let this ride out and take the White Sox and and the White Sox don't win, it's just such regret for what you could have cashed in for. So do you do it now though, or do you let it play out a little bit longer? Because but if they, I would hope the White Sox become you know an even stronger yeah. favorite. Right. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to use the word snake bitten because that, I think, kind of means that the team has actually kind of fallen off a cliff after a bunch of injuries. But they've had a lot of injuries this year. Oh, like yeah. a lot. Yeah. So if that continues, and that, that, by the way, you can't predict injuries, but it seems like when it snowballs for a team, once they have a couple, like it just keeps going that way. Uh, you can't, again, you can't predict it, and that might sound silly, but it, it happened to the 49ers last year. Just one guy after another, right? Um, or do they actually add somebody before the deadline to make him actually even better? Well, they're, I mean, they're they're maybe going to get stronger on their own. They I mean, could. They, well, they could. We didn't expect some of their some of the long term injuries to maybe be back. You're right. Now, it, now it's going to happen. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, you could let it play out. They can they can get you know healthy. Jimenez is close. Um, he comes back, and all of a sudden, people are like, oh, oh, this team is yeah. even better than we thought. They have a better chance than we thought, and maybe you make even more of a profit. But I think at some point you have to cash out. Exact order of finish in NFL divisions. We'll dive into the AFC coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Olympic Games getting underway in Tokyo, Japan. The over-under for the United States total gold medals is at 42.5. The over is at minus 145. Under 42.5 gold medals plus 105. Total medals for the Olympic Games for the United States. The over-under is 112.5 with the over minus 115 and the under minus 125. Olympic basketball, the United States men opening up play on Sunday against France. They're an 11.5 point favorite, minus 759 on the money line. France plus 559 with an over-under of 177.5. Football season is almost here, and our experts profile every college and pro team with advanced stats, power ratings, and best bets for win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide only $20 and is free with your subscription to VSIN. Go to VSIN dot com slash subscribe i'm tony deziri with your action update get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com and remember cash and tickets is what it's all about it's time to follow the money with your hosts mitch moss and polly howard Top of the morning to you. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill. Paulie's been out all week. We are live in downtown Las Vegas at the Circus Sportsbook inside the resort and casino. We will get to the exact order of finish odds in NFL divisions coming up in a minute or so. Or so. What did uh, Pro Football Talk tweet out within the last uh, 15, 20 minutes? 
So they say, according to a source, one NFL team that they're aware of has eight players who absolutely refuse to ever get vaccinated no matter what. And seven of those eight players are regarded as too good to be cut. Wow. I mean, I've seen people speculating all over the place already this morning. Obviously, the leading candidate that a lot of people have pointed out would be the Buffalo Bills. Uh, that would be my first suspicion as well. It, oh. it leads to a lot. Of, it's not necessarily them. Obviously, it could be it could be any of the thirty-two teams. Uh, they've been the most loud. They've been the loudest about all this. So yes, correct. It's, it's an easy one to go after, and including listen, it's he he's been quiet for a couple for about a month at least now. But there was at a time a lot of talk that it's Josh Allen is kind of one of the kind of the leaders in the in the locker room on this. So. If potentially Josh Allen is not vaccinated and refuses to do so, if that is the case, could it could end up being an issue if he misses we, a game or two, potentially. We got a tweet on that when we were discussing numbers on receivers to lead the league in receiving yards this year. Somebody actually uh, tweeted us and said, I'd be careful with Stefan Diggs because of what you just said. Yeah. Interesting. I've, I've been, I mean, I've, we've been talking all morning. I, there's, there's certain ways and we can... Uh, lead into the AFC East conversation on this as well. Um, I'm I am hesitant. As much as I love Stephon Diggs, I'm hesitant on mm. a lot of the Bills' futures because of not just the the you know the comments about you know uh, anti-vax and those sort of things that have come out of there, but the fact that there's also certain players that have been very strong about hey you need to get this done right right and what kind of dissension you could have in the locker room. That's the worst. The Bills were such a tight knit group. And I thought the leadership was so strong with the Bills, and that's part of why Josh Allen was able to succeed and why the team was able to have so much success last year. Like, that is a team that was very much together. And if that's not the case, in fact, one of the players' wives on Twitter said this is driving the team apart. Uh, oh, boy. If that's not the case, then, you know, I, I, I'm definitely nervous about playing them in the futures market in any, in any fashion. Okay, we got this uh, tweet earlier in the show from ML Dogs who said, uh, with the current protocol so much stricter for unvaxxed players, once training camp starts, it will be pretty obvious who is vaxxed and who isn't. Expect not only practice reports from beat writers, but also who is masked versus who isn't. And you cover the Raiders out here for the Las Vegas Review Journal. So at what point do you think, like how early... In training camp, are, do you think it's going to be reported that, look, they have four guys who are unvaccinated, and here's a list of names because they're going to are they required to wear special like bands, like wristbands? That was that was the talk. Now I'm trying to find uh, actually right now. Uh, Josina Anderson actually has been uh, pretty good on on some of this stuff as well. Um, she said uh, the last night there was a meeting uh, that was going on about. Uh, whether or not to go forward with the, quote, visual vaccination indicators uh, on the field. That was something that was discussed. It looked like that was definitely going to happen, where you would be able to right away identify, you know, when I'm watching training camp practice on Wednesday, there'd be different colored bands or different indicators of who is and who isn't vaccinated. Uh, There was a meeting last night. Uh, She said uh, several sources say it may not be necessary now with club vaccination rates uh, getting higher. Um, especially given that there's strong opposition out there among some league personnel to any, quote, vax status tagging uh, that could go on. So maybe you won't get that, but that is a possibility that it'll be not only, you know, clearly we'll be able to tell in some fashion just by observing and trying to figure out and 
you know, narrowing it down of who's in protocols and who's not. But they're talking about just making it very obvious of like, hey, this color means vax and this color means not vax and you have different wristbands. Sure. But if they don't do that, it's going to become that much more difficult to find out who is and who isn't. Sure. And I, I don't mm. necessarily know. I mean, listen, I have my opinions on this, but I don't necessarily know that it's our business to know. Yeah. Um, like, listen, people in the locker room are going to know, obviously, because mm. they're, they're, not, they're not allowed to eat meals together with the rest of the team. If, right. Like, so, so, yeah, it's going to be an issue in the locker room. It's going to be, it's going to be something that's known. I don't necessarily Yo, uh, know. Um, if you know, we'll ask the questions of all the players. That'll be one of the one of the first questions that's asked of every press conference this whole year. We saw it Zeke Elliott yesterday. The Cowboys are in camp right now. Zeke Elliott, one of his first questions that he was asked yesterday was about vaccination. He came out and said that he was vaccinated, even though he had COVID and he had it pretty bad last year. Uh, that he was vaccinated, but he said he's not going to be uh, an influencer in that regard. But I, I'm kind of conflicted on whether it's our business to know and 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 have an indicator on the players. While we're watching them at practice, whether no, they no, are or not. I, I would be with you on that. But I'm, I'm talking about just in terms of knowledge, right, to be obtained in terms of gambling purposes. Sure, you know that's that for for the sake of this. I mean, it's yeah. because it would have been easy. Like if you go to practice, hey, here's a list of eight guys for the Raiders who are wearing the red band state, which means they're unvaccinated. Right, right. And, and but the if, information's out there, and it would help betters. And you know, we we talked about the NFL ha- is. Fairly transparent. We hear reports every year of you know Tom Brady not reporting his injuries and the Patriots reporting every injury uh, to throw people off and all that. But for the most part, the NFL, more so than you know the NHL in particular, is fairly transparent in that regard. So you know, could it be a part of injury reports of like you know you said questionable, probable, unvaxed? Mm-hmm. Who knows? I'm gonna say no. It's not gonna happen. So do you, you want to make those reports a lot longer? How bad does it have to be inside Buffalo's locker room and with uh, guys who could potentially miss games if that's the team that Pro Football Talk sure. is you know, discussing? How bad would it have to be for them to finish last place in that division? Oof. They're 40-1 to 1 to finish last place. I mean, the Jets are probably pretty bad. Probably really bad again this year. Can, but, but could the Bills finish third at plus $6? I mean, that, that's possible for sure. I mean, I, I am pretty high on the Dolphins. Um, obviously, this is a division... Where you go in and you say, I think it's very easy without even much critical thought to say Bills first, Jets fourth, Dolphins, Patriots, either second or third. Uh-huh. Like this is the, uh, of the divisions, like this is almost, you know, one of the easier ones without much thought to just go with that. But could the Dolphins win the division? Yeah, I think that's possible. Could the Patriots with Belichick and all the additions that they made in the offseason figure out a way to cobble something together, a quarterback to win the division? Yeah, I think that's possible, especially yeah. if the Bills take a step backward. So I think. You know, what you're trying to do here is figure out ways to go against that traditional thought of just Bills first, Jets fourth, Dolphins and Patriots flip-flopping in second and third. And uh, I think you start with, could the Bills finish third behind both those teams? Yeah, if things go unbelievably bad, if things go south quickly in the locker room, I think it's a possibility. Yep, six to one I don't think is far-fetched at all. I mean, the Dolphins, like you said, I'm with you on that. I'll piggyback what you said. I think, uh, you know, there's still an unknown there with Tua, obviously. Yeah. But the rest of the team, uh, they are set at most positions. And, oh, by the way, I think Brian Flores has already proven that he's a pretty damn coach. He's really good. At this level, uh, the Patriots, you know, again, I've said this a thousand times, it's almost like the people forgot that the Patriots had a bunch of players who opted out last year. And they're going to be coming back. They're coming back. And look at all the – they didn't add superstars necessarily. But they added good, solid pro players – Sure. At so many different positions this offseason. Could it really work with uh, Hunter Henry and John U. Smith? I think yes. 
I mean, I'm I'm loving the thought of going back to like 1940s football. Oh. It's great. It'll be fun to try to watch them try. We kind of have that with the Ravens. Yeah, but the, I mean, they're they're more creative, he, but more creative and so dynamic. Even though yeah. even though it's a lot of you know a lot of throwback type plays, it's you would have not seen a player like Lamar Jackson in the 40s for many reasons. But uh, yeah, you just wouldn't have seen you wouldn't have seen an offense like that. I think I think Patriots are just straight out of the like the old you know, school the, textbook the, kind the, of football, the black and white films where they're going all fast. Yeah, the sped up film. Yes, that's the right. Patriots. Yeah, yep. Uh, could the Jets actually finish in third at plus five twenty five? I don't think so. Rookie head coach, who I, I, I think is going to be good. I also think Wilson's going to be awful. Uh, that's I mean, it's a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. Yeah, yeah. and y- you might be right. That could have been an absolute reach at number two in the draft. I think it was. Um, I know. So, what's the best bet in that division then? Oof. I mean, I it guess... is, you're exactly. It is tricky. The Dolphins, Patriots could finish. It's jumbled up there. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe you go. Dolphins second plus one eighty is a is a pretty nice price, and I think that's their most likely. As much as we talked about the possibilities of going somewhere else, I think that's their most likely spot. And you know, they're he, here on the you know in the according to the odds, their most likely spot is third. I think their most likely spot is probably second. So I'm going to say that's probably the best bet. Okay, how about the North? Uh, we totally agree the top two teams here are the Browns and Ravens in any order. To me, it's it's not even worth like betting, like which team's going to finish first or second. The question is, is there a chance the Steelers could actually finish in fourth? Could the Bengals finish in third? That was the, the, my eyes immediately on this graphic that we're looking here on the screen went to Steelers fourth. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think it's likely. Again, that's why it's plus 575. But if, could things go... I, I, I also have a hard time seeing Tomlin just completely lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think the listen the Browns and Ravens to me are the two best teams for sure in this division. So the Steelers, to me, I mean everything could possibly go right and they could they could finish top two. I just don't see it. But to me, it's it's Steelers are third or fourth, and there's a very significant gap there in those numbers. So could it fall? Could the wheels fall off? Could Burrow be good enough to to overtake the Steelers? I, I don't love Burrow, but I think you know they could both be in the same range, and you know you I, see them sneak in there. You know who I don't love at all is Zach Taylor, the coach for the Bengals. He might actually be if things don't go well for the Bengals right away. Who knows? I mean, he could be the first coach fired actually in the league. But I do think the ceiling for the Bengals on offense anyway, and they made some decent additions on defense. Um, but on offense, I think with Burrow back, the addition of uh, Jamar Chase, obviously, if their offensive line can protect Burrow. I think they can score a decent amount of points this year. And with the Steelers, the whole thing to me is, I think the defense is going to be, you know, borderline stellar again this season. Hell, I just, I really like the addition again of Melvin Ingram, who was still available until this week somehow. Yeah. You, you probably just, you know that's going to work out because you can trust this organization. And they're already deep on, they, they did lose a couple of guys on defense, but they still have a ton of talent across the board. Yeah. The question is, the offensive line is just so bad. They also, they did add Trey Turner, Another former Charger in the offseason. They took, you know, Najee at running back in the draft. But if the if the offensive line cannot block for Najee Harris and they cannot protect Ben, that to me is the number one factor in how this team could actually finish in fourth place. Yeah, is it is it out of the question? I mean, if you give me a number on Will Roethlisberger finish the season, mm. I'd I'd like to bet the no on that. If the and number so, was good and enough, if yeah. he's gone with with that offensive line. I, I think plus 575, listen, again, if you make me pick where they're going to finish, I'm saying third. I'm not saying fourth. Right. 
but at plus 575, I think there's enough things that could work out in, you know, against them that that's possible. Now, you're going to have to hope the Bengals are better than we expect. Sure. But I think it's possible the Steelers fall far enough to, to make that a possibility. Here's the thing. Like, the Steelers never really – when's the last time they finished below 500? They're always good. They're always right there. They're always yeah. a player. Always. Yeah. But at some point, they won't be. Yeah. That, that's the key. That, that's why you get a number like plus five, 575. It's sure. hard to envision – Right now, and I'm sure there are Steelers fans out there like, what are you talking about? Of course. Steam's going to contend for the playoffs. Yeah, possibly. Oh, yeah, sure. That's, sure. Why, that's why it's almost 6-1. to one. Right, right. It's not a likely scenario, but you've got to look at the possibility. Right. We're, we're talking about, like, the worst-case kind of stuff. Hell, Ben missed the entire year two years ago, or what was, like, 14 and a half games. And we Remember s- some of those games? Oh, my him? God. It was honestly some of the worst quarterback play that I've ever seen in my entire it's life. Horrific. Oh, so bad. So that's what we're talking about here. Like, what's the... Like b- bottom of the barrel, worst case scenario for the Steelers, would it be six and eleven? Yeah, I think that's there's a possibility there. I, I think so. And then can you get seven, or can you get six in the tiebreakers to work out? I guess would yeah. be the question for sure. for the Bengals. And yeah, I I don't think that's completely out of the realm of possibility. I I you know the the Bengals are favored to finish fourth for a reason. They're not going to be great, but I think they've done a couple of things here and there where you're like, okay, uh, yeah, we could, they could we'll win a couple it. of games. Yep. Uh, how about in the West? And I think. You, you brought this up yesterday off the air, and I'm not going to steal your thunder here, but you found maybe the number here on the Raiders that you like, and I think I kind of like where you're going to go with this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think to say that the Raiders are the clear, absolute fourth-place team in this division, like the numbers are telling you, mm-hmm. I think is silly. I do. And for, for a couple of reasons. Listen, I'm, I cover them, so I'm, I'm fairly close to them, and I've been very negative on them for the most part for the last couple of years. And most of this offseason, I've been very down on them. But the Broncos have no quarterback mm-hmm. for now. They could trade for either Rodgers or Watson, potentially. We know that. But for right now, there's a question mark at quarterback. And I like Bridgewater, Locke, whatever. The rest of the roster is really good. But there, there's a very strong possibility that they could, be, they could be down there with the Raiders. The Chargers, I do think, take a step back. It's a new coach. Second year under Herbert. We talked about potentially how he could take a step backwards as well. And the Raiders had a good enough offense last year to be a playoff team. That was a playoff caliber offense. And how many games did they blow? Several. And look at who they brought in on defense. I mean, again, it's tough to imagine them being much better on defense because they were just so bad. But they bring in Gus Bradley to bring in a new system, which absolutely puts Jonathan Abram in a much better position. They bring in talent along the defensive front with not only Yannick Ngakwe, but Quentin Jefferson, Solomon Thomas, a former number three pick who could be uh, a potential you know, comeback player kind of candidate for them. Like, they did a good job of filling in some pieces here and there. Casey Hayward is a veteran presence in the secondary. They've got some pieces where the defense could be better and they could win some games. So I'm looking at them third place, definitely. I'm, I'm willing to take that number. Uh, even second place, I think it's I was worth taking say, a look at. I was going to say, you know what scares me out the third place finish? Who's to say they don't finish in second? Yeah. I think both those numbers are very... Very possible. I think it's, it's it's pretty insane to have that high of a number for them to finish fourth for sure. Oh, good. I'm absolutely scared to death now. My Raiders win total bet that I have under eight. You should be. I should be? No, that's about where they're going to go. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, up next, I will share a story of something that happened to me earlier this week. It could have been something. <laughs> could have been nothing. I will say this. Always a good idea to have your head on a swivel, uh, swivel when you're walking through a casino.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening, MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. 
with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the largest offer of live in-play options. BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21 to play. We'll get to our in-pocket plays coming up in about 10 minutes, but I would uh, relay a story uh, that happened to me earlier this week. Always good to have your head on a swivel, in my opinion, when you walk through a casino. How about about just all the time? All the time, sure. Yes, no doubt. I'm a guy who rarely, if ever, carries cash on me. I, I think never for me. And I usually, I mean, if I do carry cash, I'm not going to have a bundle on me, right? I just don't operate like that. On Monday, I went to a casino here in town to place a bet at a sports book, and I happened to have quite a bit of money on me that day. What are we talking? And it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Put it this way. You could have seen, like, the hundreds from across the casino when I was, like, getting out okay. to make the bet, right? So I make the bet. I was kind of an in-and-out job. I'm going to make the bet. I'm going to leave. See you later. Um, and this casino, at the time of the day, like nobody was there. I mean, it was completely empty, right? And so when you leave and you're going out to the parking garage, there's nobody there, right? If it's dead, like nobody's walking through, there's no security at all. I know, I know where this is. It's a very long hallway. It is. It is. I just gave away. We talk off the air. <laughs> Yeah. No, uh, no it's, a, it's like a very long hallway with a moving walkway. Yes. And, and there, it's not really near the casino. It's not. It's a very weird placement. It is. Yeah. So as I'm like getting out of there, uh, I notice this guy comes up from behind me and he's carrying like a, uh, his bowling ball case, right? <laughs> okay, first of all, I think you left that out of the original Yeah, story. He's, he's taking this along with him, right? It's the middle of the day? It's the middle. Of, it's a early, early. He's by himself <clears throat> smoking a cigarette. And he goes, hey, mister. And I, I ignored him at first, whatever. And then, you know, finally I turned around and I said, yes, can I help you? And he goes, uh, hey, I think, uh, I think my friends left me here. Uh, my cell phone's dead. Do you mind if I use yours? And I just said, I'm not. You're going to have to ask somebody else here. And he just, he wouldn't give it up. He goes, you're here right now. Why can't I use yours? And I said, A, you're a total stranger. B, I don't know, maybe still kind of pandemic kind of thing, whatever. I've been vaccinated. I'm not... But I'm like, I'm not going to use, I'm, you're not using my phone. And so then. <laughs> Were you that adamant? I was actually kind of heated. Okay. Then I started to walk away and I kept kind of like looking back a little bit and he's behind me. And as I'm going over to the, the uh, elevators, I hit the button. He's behind me. I'm like, I kept walking out the door. He follows me out the door. Then I come back in and then he just kind of went by himself. And I got up to the floor where I was at as soon as I possibly could. Like, again, it could have been absolutely nothing. But it could have been where he saw that I had a bunch of cash on me making a bet, and sure. next thing I know, I'm getting shanked in the kidney, and I wake up six hours later in a bloodbath up at a room that's locked from the outside in the hotel and casino, and I'm like, what the hell do I do now? Sure. Now, I, first of all, I think I, would have, I think I would have turned and walked back toward the casino. I, I did that, and then when he kept going outside, that's when I... Okay. Turned around again to go to the elevator. Because I think walking, if you, if you walk to the garage, that's probably a mistake. Don't isolate more. Right. Go toward more people. Um, also, I'd be suspicious at any time if I saw somebody carrying their own bowling ball around. Yeah. I know you do that. I haven't bowled in a while.
But you do have your own ball. Yeah. I know it's going through your head right now, by the way. What's that? You're, it's like the Seinfeld episode. It's like, oh, you think you're bomb- bombable, huh? Huh? You, you're thinking right now, Mitch, you're telling me right now that you're shankable. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Maybe I hit a bunch of cash a on real, me. That, that's a real arrogant attitude to have. It is you're not. shankable. It is not. Uh, this would have happened to me the first year that I moved out to Las Vegas at a casino over by the Air Force Base where I was absolutely going to get mugged uh, and who knows what else. As I walked into a gas station, used the ATM, walked out to my car, two guys were waiting. Hey, somebody hit your car. There's a big dent. Come back here. We'll show it to you. I'm just like, are you sure? I, and I'm like, uh, doubt started creeping in my head. I'm like, nah, I better not. I'll, go, I'll look at it when, I'm five minutes from my house. I'll look at it when I get home. First of all, got home. Nothing's wrong with the truck. I was going to get destroyed. Side note on that. I had a, uh, I had a little bit of a uh, damage to the, to the front of my car. Somebody hit me in a parking lot. It sucked. It was, it was there for a while. A guy approached me in a parking lot, and he goes, Hey, I can, I can probably fix that for you. And I was like, oh, I'm okay. I'm good. And he, he had boxed me in. I couldn't move. So he goes up and he looks at it. He yanks the, the bumper off. He's like, all right, I'll fix this for 200 I'm like, oh. yeah, you just broke it. What am I supposed to do? I paid him. <laughs> he fixed it. He, 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 what was I supposed to do? Oh, we need to he expand. had me boxed in. Well, in, well, okay, in pocket, we need to expand on that story and give you our best bets. Stay away from Adam in a parking garage. That's my best bet coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Time to fire in pocket plays. We never had anything official in this segment yesterday, although the games that we talked about, the Giants did get there again last night. A lucky win. Uh, and and you know what? How about that positive regression from Blake Snell on the road? He was really good, and we thought the Padres were too cheap. Uh, I, I ended up betting that game after the show was over with, and uh, you know broke down his numbers. The home road splits yesterday, but they're po- like the books. I think over adjusted to that, and that's why we thought the number was too low. Well, and we talked about when we talked about this game yesterday. We said the narrative is out there, and once the narrative is out there, the 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 number certainly catches up. And we said at some point. You're, you know, you're going to find opportunities to buy low. Now, I didn't, th- I didn't think he'd be as good as he was. Yeah, uh, he was, he was fantastic uh, watching him, uh, watching him pitch yesterday. But uh, found the right time to do it. So today, uh, make sure you list Garrett Cole. He's up to plus one ten right now at William Hill. Give me the Yankees, specifically though, listing Garrett Cole today against the Red Sox as my lone baseball play and play in pocket. There you go. Uh, I'm looking in the Gold Cup. Uh, Cutter has been really good. You know, they they got the invite to come play in this tournament. A lot of times, these regional tournaments will do that, especially uh, with Cutter hosting the World Cup. Cutter Qatar, some people like to refer to it. Um, but they they've looked really good at this tournament so far. They haven't lost a game since November 2020. Uh, on the three way line, they're even money here. Uh, I think they find a way to uh, find multiple goals in this game, and they beat El Salvador in the Gold Cup. The Gold Cup. Yep. There Over you go. the weekend, quarterfinal action. Yeah. It's time to put on your lucky pair of Crocs and channel your inner fortune teller because your prediction might just make you $10,000 richer. The Crocs Hoops Draft Prediction Challenge is coming and dare we say free to play on DraftKings.com. 
if the odds are in your favor, 10 G's could be yours. Learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. Uh, we have uh, Bobby Marks coming up from ESPN on the NBA in the offseason in about 10 minutes. Uh, we need more from that story that you told before we went to a break. So you're in a parking garage here in Las Vegas. I'm also a sucker and know nothing about cars. That's important information. Are you a bigger sucker or do you know nothing about cars? What's more? Uh, nothing about cars. You could, it, like, I'm the type of person, if I go to, you know, get my car fixed and they make up parts, I'd it's like, like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like the Johnson rod. You'd yeah, buy of it. Of oh, course. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, John, you're right. I have not had a new Johnson rod in like four years. You know what? That's, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and change that. That's, sure. Yeah. Fire one away. And How I'll, much is it? I'll do the, I don't want to look like, cause you know, if you look like too much of an idiot, they'll really take advantage. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. actually. <laughs> I thought so. The <laughs> car was kind of, you know, turning to the left a little bit. Uh-huh. Sure. So you're in a parking garage. It's not a garage. Uh, I'm out. I'm in like in a strip mall type place. I was actually Copy. going to get coffee. And uh, Oh, so it was an in-and-out job for you as well? Sure. Going yeah. there, getting coffee, coming yeah. out, leaving. Yeah. And the guy, he, he boxed me in. I couldn't leave. And he's just standing there. He's like, yeah, I do body work. I can, I, I, I can fix this. How did he notice there was something wrong with your bumper in the it first was, place? It was... It was pretty. I mean, it was pretty noticeable. It was like dangling. Somebody had hit me in a parking lot, and I just hadn't gotten it fixed. It's Copy. just kind of there. But it's 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 there. I mean, it's still drivable. It's fine. It's just a little bit little bit of body damage. I'm like, all right. So he boxes me in. Here's another key factor in the story. Uh, it was about two twenty five in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I was on the way to do a radio show at three o'clock on location on a remote. Oh, so you had to fly. So I'm, I'm like, I, I'm on the way out of here. Like, I gotta, you know, I gotta get out of here. Sure. And he's boxing me in. I'm like, I, I can't leave. I can't just drive into him did you say can you please move sir i'm like yeah i'm good uh i was i was like oh my friend's gonna fix that he's got a shop he's gonna take care of sure. me he's like oh i can do it right now he's like he'll probably charge you a couple hundred i can i can do it cheaper and i'm like uh my friend's got it whatever he's like no no i got you i got you at that point i'm like oh, do you fight yeah you're starting to get frustrated like dude, I, I gotta be to work in 20 but I'm minutes i'm also here. thinking in my mind like i i there, i don't have an out i don't know what my out is mm-hmm. like I, I can't leave i mean i guess i can call the police but how long is that gonna take right so I'm like, all right. He's like, let me just take a look. I'm like, uh, uh, no, I'm good. I'll take a look. He goes up and just yanks the bumper right off the car. And he's like, oh, man, look how bad this was. I got you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you react to that? I was like, whoa. How, 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 right there. He's like, like, he's like, no, I got my tools. I, I'm fixed it. Don't worry. 200 bucks. I got you. I'm like, uh, how long is it going to take? He's like, you, ah, 10 minutes. And you had to sit there and take it. Yeah, I didn't know what my options were. And you never, like... You, you brought it up. You said, do I fight? Did that ever enter your mind? Sure, like, but I, I also can't. Like, I can look scary. Yeah. I'm a bigger dude. Like, I can, but. Hey, you're a teddy bear. I got nothing. Yeah, you got nothing. If somebody, I could be like, oh, let's go. But if somebody actually challenged me, I, I'm done. <laughs> so I didn't, I, I had no idea what to do. You were stuck, had to do what this guy I said. I did. Give him money. He, he hammered some things away, puts it right back on. He's like, you're good to go. Thanks for the money. Hammered some things away. Yeah. Oh, put yeah. it back on. Look sure. brand new. And you were no, good to it didn't go. look brand new. Did it you, wasn't great. He didn't do a great job. He, I wouldn't give him a good recommendation to the better business. Well, bureau. he sounds like a real lovely human being. So, I mean, that might take the power rating down on him as well. Did you have to go get the, the bumper fixed again after this? I mean, I should have. I, okay. it's, it was, it's not my car that I have right now. So, okay. I should have. Still, it was still bad when did, I got rid of the car. Did you make it to the radio show on time? Yes. And my co-host, who's a good friend of mine, who you've also known for a long time, was like, just be late. I can start the show without you. <laughs> That's also another option. Like, good point. Yeah, you, you could have. Did you ever, like, call him or text him or say, hey, look, I got a situation going on? No, I was too panicked. 
I, I was I was like hyperventilating. That was the whole thing. <laughs> oh I didn't know what to do. I, I had no idea what to do. Well, you are not good when the heat is on. No, with your story, you were just telling a minute ago, like the guy wants to use the phone. I'm 90% sure I would have let him, let You're him, gonna use, let him the use the phone. I think so. Even though it sounds like a setup, what I would have probably done is said, when he said my phone's dead, I would say, can I see your phone? And if it's truly dead, if I can't turn it on, mm. I'll be like, all right, I guess you could probably use my phone. Well, you brought up a good point to me yesterday when I was like, should I tell the story on the air? Should I not tell it? Whatever. You said, okay, so he gets your phone. Let's say you agreed to give him your phone to use it. Who knows phone numbers oh, anymore? Yeah. That, that's my first question, too. Okay, who are you calling? What's their number? I, I know, like, two numbers, maybe. Uh, yeah. So, if, if like... I've always thought about this. I've never done anything even close to being like arrested for anything. Yeah. But I've always thought like, when you get one phone call oh, in jail. Oh, nowadays, what do you do? When you get one phone call in jail, how are you calling somebody? Oh, that's a great question. Who do you know? It's a great question. I don't think I know like a single number of somebody that would be able to. I know like my childhood phone number is not going to help. I don't even know who lives there anymore. Sure. I know my. I know my wife's cell phone number, but there that's, you go. That's, that's good. That's sketchy at times. Yeah, that's good. I can pull that one out, but I'll give you an example. Like my mom recently got rid of their home phone, the one that I had as a kid. Sure. So now she only goes with the cell. No chance. You could no. give me a thousand tries right now, and I'd be. I'd, no way. I'm stuck like, in jail. Can I get a phone book? And by the way, I don't know. People's numbers aren't listed in phone books. Of course not. What? Do you, what would you do? It's a great point. He's pulling something out of the bowling bag, and I was a dead person. Yeah. All right, so follow the money here on VEASAN. Up next, we'll talk uh, some NBA with Bobby Marks from ESPN. Uh, Damian Lillard is around plus 160 to land with the Knicks. That's if he's traded. What kind of package could the Knicks possibly put together for the Blazers to pull the trigger? We'll ask Bobby about that coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. First Bet has a special new offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign-up and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered, up to $1,000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you're going to also find a new feature, daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is vegas 1000. Bobby Marks does a terrific job covering the NBA for ESPN, and he's kind enough to take a few minutes out of his uh, Friday morning, morning to join us here on VEASAN. Bobby, it's good to talk to you today. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing really well. I wanted to run this scenario past you. So odds are up at certain sports books that uh, Damian Lillard, like his next team, but the caveat is if he's traded. So the Knicks are the shortest shot on the board at plus 160, and we've discussed this like this week. What kind of trade package could the Knicks possibly cobble together that would make sense for the Blazers to say, yeah, you know what, we agree to this deal? Yeah, I think you're looking at, you know, certainly besides draft picks, we already know with the based on the Harden and Holiday trade that you're looking at probably four unprotected ones, uh, maybe even that Dallas pick in 23. Um, you're looking at a player like R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin. Um, you're looking at, yeah, you're looking at most of your younger players, and I've I've said all along that, you know, if, if Lillard ever does become available, I think whatever Portland gets back will probably be the will top what Brooklyn had to give up, what Milwaukee had to give up, just because he's in the prime of his career and he's, he's under contract for at least another three seasons, potentially four with that, with that player option there. And those, those players do not come available um, very often. And I think if, there, if he is on the market or does become on the market, I do think you We've heard Sacramento a lot about them. You're looking at teams that would never have a chance of signing Damian Lillard as a free agent, and here's your one-time opportunity to go out and get him in a, in a trade. But, yeah, for New York, you're basically, you're basically giving up everything, and the big question is, is him going to New York, is that much better from what he's leaving in Portland? Wow. 
Uh, who says no to that, by the way? Either team? I, I think, you know, I mean, I think if you're, if you're Portland, it's just a matter of what direction are you willing to, you know, are you still trying to be, you know, a playoff-level team? Mm-hmm. Or are you hitting kind of the rebuild or retool of C.J. McCollum out next? I think that's kind of, it's just a mindset of what you're, you know, you never win the all-star trades, right? It's just a matter of kind of what direction you're going in. And I think if you're New York, you know, your base, that's, you know, that's the danger of the trade, the, the trade game is that you basically have to gut it to be able to go out and get a good player like that if it's not going to be in free agency. What is your sense of how repairable it would be to keep him in Portland? And, and can that relationship be saved? Or are we kind of over the cliff with that now? No, I think we're still, you know, we're not to the five yard line. I think it's, the next couple of weeks are going to be big, right? Like he's been, he's, he's come out, he's been public. It's not been sourced. He said that the roster right now, even with the change in head coach, Chauncey Bilk is not good enough, right? It's just not kind of, I guess, championship worthy. And we'll learn over the next couple of weeks what will happen. They don't have any draft picks come this Thursday. They are over the cap. Um, you're, they're big free agent will probably bring back Norman Powell. So you're looking at bringing back the same core group um, unless they can go out and, and make a, you know, swing for the fence type trade. And I don't know what that, t- that trade is right now because there's not that, you know, disgruntled person out there. Does Ben Simmons make sense? I, I, I don't know. You know, Bradley Beal's not available right now. Um, you know, so that's that's kind of where you're looking at it. But things could change awfully quick, you know, when the Olympics are over and we're Heading into end of August, and this roster hasn't changed, and, and him finally like kind of waving the white flag, saying, "You know what? We didn't do anything. You know, I, you know, I want a change of scenery here." Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Bobby Marks, our guest, ESPN NBA front office insider. I know that you've been writing about this uh, at ESPN.com. Off-season moves that would make sense for the Suns and the Bucks. Let's begin with the uh, NBA champs, the Bucks. Uh, give us an idea of like you know. Um, P.J. Tucker, what do you think happens with him? Bobby Portis, logical moves for the Bucks to make in the offseason would be what? Yeah, I think first will probably be their coach. He's got a year left on his contract. And I think the likelihood is that he gets an extension, uh, Mike Budenholzer, uh, which is crazy in a, in, a, in a good way because I said on, after they won that, you know, they were a Kevin Durant, what, size two bigger than in losing in round two. And, Budenholzer will probably lose his job, and you know we're wondering if Giannis about Giannis and all these things. They win it all, and now we're talking about them essentially being a dynasty. <laughs> but that's how things work in sports, and I think that's the first thing. Certainly, PJ Tucker, um, you um, you have bird rights on him, so you can exceed the cap to resign him, um, but he'll cost you. You're a luxury tax team, so now it's up to ownership to kind of you know pay pay a penalty, and then you know certainly the third thing will be Portis. He's got a um, $3.8 million player option. The likelihood is that he opts out. Um, the most they can, uh, they can offer him is $5.9 million, but it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a lot of bargain shopping, you know, holiday Giannis Middleton composed of $106 million. That's more than 14 teams entering the off season from a salary standpoint. So when you commit that much money, but at the end result is a championship, um, you know, it's just really just kind of, you know, hitting singles and doubles and, and doing some bargain shopping. It, I mean, obviously they won the title, so it's kind of silly to ask it, but is that core good enough without significant improvements to win it again? I don't know about significant improvements. You know, that's a, good, that's a great question. I, you know, against the healthy Brooklyn team, I don't think so, but that's a big if. You know, they're going to get Vincenzo back, who was a big loss, I thought. I thought 
Connaughton's under contract for another couple years. So is Lopez. Um, I think if you bring back Tucker, um, you surely need some, some depth at your guard position. I, I, it's good enough to be in the top three. Is it good enough to get to win a championship? I, I don't know. I think a lot of things kind of have to break for them. How about for the Suns? And already we've heard a lot of chatter about Chris Paul and uh, whether or not he's going to be back with the team. You know, the Lakers could be interested. Like, what makes the most sense uh, in terms of teams with Chris Paul? Does it just make the most sense for him to go back to Phoenix? Should the Lakers get involved in a possible trade? Should he consider, like, restructuring a contract if he signs an extension? What do you think he should do? Yeah, I think going back to Phoenix does make the most sense as far as running it back with this with this basically the same group here. He's got a $44 million player option. Um, he can opt into it and then extend another two years. He can opt out and, you know, work and do a new deal with, with Phoenix here. I think I think Phoenix getting to an NBA Finals and being in the lottery for so many years, they've got that taste of success, and Robert Sarver should and I think will commit significant money to, to Chris Paul if, if they – kind of draw a line in the sand and, and take a hard line approach. I think you're probably talking about New York, potentially Miami, potentially Dallas. I just don't see how it makes sense if you're Phoenix to do a sign and trade and help the Lakers out. And all you're getting back is Contavious Cole Pope and Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell and maybe a pick in 2028. Like I, I just, and, I, and Laker fans are, I mean, I love Laker fans, but they're the most unrealistic people in the world. Yes, they I are. It's amazing. Like, every every star player becomes evolved in, uh, on the market. And they're like, yeah, how about Kuzma and KCP? Like, you know, you do have AD and LeBron, and you just, you know, you, you got to figure out as far as what you need to, to, to bring back there as far as your own free agents, and we'll see what happens in, in signing trades. But I just think, you know, Chris is, it's un, I don't want to say unrealistic, because who knows in this league, but... Um, the Lakers, that's that's hard for me to, to swallow there. Is there a team that you look at that could be like a major player this offseason that maybe we don't see coming or or that we do see coming that just makes big splashes this offseason? Well, I'm intrigued with San Antonio. I mean, they never they have the potential of $50 million in room. They've got um, uh, DeRozan, Mills, Gay, um, all free agents. They, as I say, they never really marry outside the family, right? It's always draft and develop. Um, the, the only two guys they've gone out and signed big free agent contracts is Lamarcus Aldridge and Pau Gasol. So I'm interested to see if they kind of, um, you know, get up to where you know everyone else is in 2021 as far as spending money in free agency outside of your own players. The biggest name that'll be on the move in the off season will be who? Well, I think Simmons is going to be interesting just because you know with Daryl Morey, who's never as far as with, um, you know, he, I think Daryl looks at it as a, kind of as chess pieces with um, with how rosters are, moving pieces around. Um, but on the other end, Ben's under contract for four years, all defense two years in a row, just turned 25. So there's a, there's a you know, there's a ton of a ton of value there. But I think that's kind of the one guy I'd, I'd keep an eye on. I think C.J. McComb in, in Portland I'd keep an eye on, too, if, if, if Portland is looking to, to kind of make changes. Well, I mean, it, would you be buying low on Simmons? I think that's the most interesting thing to me because everybody's trashing him coming out of the playoff series, but he is still a very good player. He does a lot of things well. Could you buy low, or are they going to ask for a lot for him? I think you you would would buy low. I don't know if, if Houston will take you know a low-ball type offer. I think they do realize what the value of him is. Okay. Follow Bobby on Twitter. He is at BobbyMarks42. We know that you're absolutely slammed. Thanks so much for the time today, Bobby. We appreciate that. 
Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Chris Paul? I, I, I mean, think he's right. I mean, if you're if you're going to get that kind of, I'll answer my own question. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, if if that's the offer the Lakers are going to make, you're like, what? Get out of here. No chance. Yeah, but I wouldn't make that offer if I was the Lakers. Yeah. I don't want him. Yeah. Well, well, LeBron might have uh, something to say about that. By the way, there's a, we're seeing a logo here in the studio. Do you know what that is? I do actually. Okay. Can we pop that up, guys? If you don't mind. There you go. Breaking news this morning. No longer do we have a team name of the Indians in baseball. It's uh, the Cleveland Guardians. It is official. You're Breaking in? news. You gonna buy a hat? Uh, I need to examine it. I'm not a fan of the logo. <laughs> I don't think I don't like the name either. Uh, I was I was I very much won't. hoping for Cleveland Spiders. Okay. A tribute to the uh, to the old team in in Cleveland would have been great. I would, I would like that. Spiders could be a cool logo too. You can have like I think a, spiders would be a like really an cool intense logo. spider. Yeah. Like a scary one. I like yep. that. I'd say the, this. I don't know. The last team name that shocked me. If you don't want to include the Redskins going to the football team. I love football team. Football team. I hope it stays football team forever. Got to tell you, when they dropped Golden Knights out here in Las Vegas, bit surprised. Can I say? Terrible name, terrible logo. I don't like the colors either. Kraken's amazing. Kraken's incredible. Seattle hit it out of the ballpark. Golden Knights, bad name. The jersey, I will not buy a Golden Knights jersey. Golden Knight's better than this, though. Better than Guardians? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even. Forcing the baseball into it, too. I don't like it. All right, pal. Have fun. In, have fun in Cancun. I'll try. Yep. I'll try. Yep. official challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we i'm tori deal and i'm anisa ferreira the wait is over guys all stars four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.